They say the best things in life are free, but that's not true. Go to patreon.com slash bmfcast and give us your goddamn money. This week on the BAMcast. All right, all right. Enough of the blowjobs. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the BAMFCast. Hey, hey BAMFCast. Episode 531. Yeah. yeah. Numbers keep coming up. Sounds about right. Yeah. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of the BAMFCast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Then we come here and talk about it, and then they get ratings. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one five jocks. This is Robot Jocks. Robot, 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 Robot. Robot. I am saying this as fast as I possibly can. Yeah, slow down, wow. machines. <laughs> uh, however, there are bad bad movies. Stay away. They get negative slings. Get one five bags and drive bags and crash in which they belong. No, stop Yuck. that. Slow down. Slow I, down. No, get them out of here as fast as you can. Yeah. Look, this is 530 episodes in. We, you know, people know what's going on. I'm just we know. Maybe this but is their first time. New listeners from you the Wall Street know. Journal have arrived. <laughs> oh, and... I forgot about them. <laughs> never right. forget. Do we still have that subscription? No. Oh, good. We no. still get emails though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're on that list. Oh. Good turn the emails off. Okay. Chuck. I will turn the Enjoyable emails. Off. And while you're at it, turn all the other emails off. Okay. Then all the emails will stop. Wonderful jocks. Okay. Stop. Okay. <laughs> stop. Jocks. What is happening? So, what did we watch? Uh, what did we watch? Uh, we watched 1998's Point Blank. It's a Christmas movie. <laughs> Sorry. No. Not really. It's Christmas adjacent. It's Christmas side-loaded. Like there are Christmas there's decorations Christmas in a storage room. Duff in it. It takes place in the mall. That's therefore Christmas-related. I thought it was going to be like Christmas just shopping. Rush. And one guy no. dies while Silent Night is playing on the soundtrack. Yes. <laughs> Uh, it is a it's a movie with Mickey Rourke um, and Nicholas Rourke. We yes, Nicholas Rourke. Yeah, that uh, we uh, man, our history with this movie is weird because way back on the Slaughter episode, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, episode, fuck, I think it's forty, ago. long time ago, yeah. somewhere in there. Oh, it's wait, no, it's not forty. <laughs> that was before me. Forty <laughs> one. <Okay>. No, <laughs> it's in the early hundreds. Okay. One ten. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like I said, 110. Uh-huh. <laughs> sure. Uh, sometimes <laughs> occasional guests of the show, Tobias, actually recommended this one way back when. I don't know if it was a recommendation. Or, or more just a, hey, I saw this. This was a, hey, guys, let me tell you about this thing I watched. Right. Okay. Uh, Do people know the full story of that that half? Uh, I, I think know. I think we kind of talked about it. Yeah, but yeah probably that, somewhere along the way. Yeah. yeah where that, that half we, didn't get recorded. Yeah, and the original, it, like, yeah, we we recorded that half twice because the first half time didn't get recorded. Yeah, and his initial description of the movie was way more enthusiastic. It was really than good. after having the life <laughs> drained out of him, knowing that he we had to do that entire second half over again. And he's like, "Point blank, <laughs> Mickey Rock, I liked it." I still asked him all the same questions at the same points, even though I knew the answer. <laughs> hmm. That's the worst. At the same point, thanks. It's, it's, yes. <laughs> So you're like a press junket person. Yeah, really. Yeah. It was so... And Tobias was giving like the answer that yeah. the hundredth interviewer is like, so what's it like to work with Mickey Rourke? Yeah. Hey, cast of friends, are you all friends in yeah. real life? <laughs> are you guys there for each other? <laughs> but yeah, that... Uh, so, the, okay. I, it, How he, did you afford those giant <laughs> apartments? He, he didn't really recommend it, but... 
him describing it always stuck in my brain. And mm-hmm. so when I was researching Christmas movies and then watched this one to see if it was going to be acceptable, I got to about 45 minutes into it. And I said, I'm very familiar with someone telling me about this movie, mm-hmm. but I don't know who it would have been. And like it took maybe about five minutes of brain processing to go, oh, that's that movie. Okay. I, I do not remember that at all. So congrats I wasn't to there, you. so it didn't happen. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I will say a couple times that someone has written in, described something in a movie to sell us on it, and then a year or two goes by and we watch it, and like a scene will get, we'll, ha- we'll get to a scene. I'm like, I think I've seen this, yeah. and it's just because someone yeah. was describing something. And it's like we used to have a yeah. list of movies that people requested, and who requested it. Mm-hmm. Still do. No. Do we keep it updated at all? Well, because we used to like give credits to people, but now it's like sure. I don't know who sent this in. Oh yeah, no, I stripped away all that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God, Chuck, you're a monster. What is this, E-Bomb's world? What the fuck, Chuck? <laughs> Just take everyone. I found it. Welcome to me. <laughs> what the shit? Welcome to ifunny.bmfcast.com. Here I thought Chuck was just finding all these. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Christ. The truth comes up. Well, they just become, you know, contributions. <laughs> <laughs> staff. I don't know. It's written g- by staff. I don't oh. know specifically who gave us, yes. like, the last $5 of Patreon money I spent, but, you know... <laughs> whatever thank you for uh, working for exposure everybody yeah Yeah. Yeah. all right so you want to know about point blank 1998 Uh, that's why we're here would love to yeah uh it features two of the writers of the god's not dead franchise two of them wrote this movie and then decided hey let's write about god not being dead yeah and how evil evil atheist straw men exist four writers on this movie oh yeah four i i'll say this so they had one for each movie that they ripped off (laughs) Hey, did you see The Professional? I'll say this. Like, something about this movie feels like the script probably read way better than the final product. Oh, yeah. I think they ran out of time. Yeah. Like, it's one of those that feels like, okay, this script was going for something different than what they ended up having to make. Well, I think it's more like it it probably... If you were to give an elevator pitch, it sounds really good. And then when you get into the nitty gritty, it's really bad, like the Bible. Well, <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> Bible's got a pretty easy pitch. Well, I'm just saying, it sounds yeah. good on paper. It just doesn't actually read so good on paper. Yeah. Eh. It's a lot of somebody beginning somebody. And it's a eh, it's a slow read. It is a slow read. Three yeah. out of five. Yeah. You know, I get a five out of seven. Wordy. A little too violent in some It really points. picks up at the end, though. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah I like the, the incest stuff turned me off a bit. I wasn't about that. But, I don't know. Well, you know. I've seen the internet. The incest stuff turned me on. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> stars Nicholas Rourke of Double Team and Dead in Tombstone. Mm-hmm. Danny Trejo. Mm-hmm. They, they, you know who the fuck Danny Trejo is. I am aware of Daniel Trejo. Yes. How many times has he been on the show? 15. At, or it, it is listed as at least 15. I lost count. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> A lot. Uh, Paul Ben Victor. Of the Amityville murders. So he was in one of those Amityville ones, huh? Yes. He's he's a guy you will recognize. Absolutely. Because I think he's been on like a billion TV shows. Yes. Oh, he's the, the... He's always like the the, the sleazy the defense guy, right? lawyer. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's, yeah. yeah. And then uh, Kevin, not Ted Levine, Gage mm-hmm. of Space Camp and Steel Justice. Yeah. He looks a lot like Ted Levine. He does. Mm-hmm. A lot like Ted Especially Levine. in this movie. Does he always have this Ted Levine hair? Around this time he did because he's in uh, D. Snyder's Strangeland. He's the star of that movie. And 
I swear to God, I got an hour into it and I was like, I'm really enjoying this Ted Levine movie. And then when the credits rolled, I was like, where, why is Ted Levine not credited as being in this movie? And it's not Ted Levine. Mm. It's Kevin Gage. Yeah. So he's the Skeet Ulrich. Yes, exactly. <laughs> of, of Ted like, Levine. Yeah. Yes. He's like, well, if you can't get Ted Levine, which I don't know why you couldn't get Ted Levine, but if you can't, go get Kevin Gage. And, and I just have to note on IMDb, when you look this movie up, mm-hmm. the more like this at the bottom has nonsense. I, I still I can't figure out like like did this break the algorithm somehow because it's like <laughs> Stephen Dorff's SFW, mm-hmm. uh, Cecil B. Demented, mm-hmm. and a uh, mystery date. Yeah, with Ethan Hawke and Terry Polo. Mystery oh. date. The only thing I can think of is that the algorithm broke with my lower third joke and it thinks it's gross point blank. <sighs> <laughs> I I don't know. That's the only thing I could think. I think Paul Ben Victor is probably in all oh. of those because he's in everything else. Sure. So, I mean, do they think Stephen Dorff and um, Ethan Hawke <laughs> and Ethan Hawke and a, oh, that's Stephen Dorff's in two movies, two of these movies. Mm-hmm. Did they think he was in this? And they just I don't know. It's very odd. It is. It's just one of those things. Like, wait, what? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. You would think more like this would be more like Passenger Fifty Seven and Under oh, Siege yeah, like and you know, Christmas Rush. Yeah. Yeah. Christmas Rush. Yeah. I remember Christmas Rush. Break away. Watch that. It was like episode 43 or something. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It's the first episode of the podcast. So. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Point Break. Nope. Blank. I did the same thing. I, I was like, man, are we watching Point Break? And then he was like, no, it's Point Blank. And I was like, oh, I think my brain just filled in the rest of that like it mm-hmm. wanted to be. Man, remember when they remade Point Break? <laughs> no. Because I never saw it. Nobody they- does. They remade it. Yeah, I know they did. I just never saw it. So yeah. weird. They're like, hey, point break. Now with no personality. Yeah. Apparently the skydiving scenes are really, really good in that, but hmm. I probably won't watch it to find out. Nobody nope. cared. And it vanished. And hey, that's I why watch- people should not get upset about these things. I watched, remakes, I watched yeah. the Total Recall remake and regretted Unnecessary. it. Unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> I keep wanting to watch that and going, mm, it's just, eh, if you just want... I mean, if you want to see like, man, I want to see what Paul W.S. Anderson would do with Total Recall. That's pretty much what that movie feels like. (laughs) It's like it's a bunch of CG bullshit. I have never wondered that ever. (laughs) So. Point blank. Yeah, point blank. Point blank. Uh, Starring Lee Marvin. Yeah. Criminals escape from their prison transfer. They go to a mall. Uh Uh-huh. I never understood really why in this movie. Because their leader, Paul Ben Victor, has an office in the mall. Again, why? Because, <laughs> because that's his base of operations. Well, for I just mean doing w- his whatevers. Like, okay, so, <laughs> all right. I just I, I want to. The thing, this movie is bad. Like, I mean, as far as like telling yeah. a story, I mean, like, uh, oh yeah, the fundamentals of actual. Yeah, the, oh, fun, sure. yeah, the fundamentals are. of movie making are bad because like I even when this movie's over, I have no idea what their plan was. Like, this just seemed like the worst ideas. He's got a locker filled with cocaine and bonds. <laughs> He's trying to get bearer bonds, isn't he? They're, they're He's trading for something yeah. for something. And they basically confused the plots of a few movies to, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, it, right. it very much feels like one of those movies that where everything was being rewritten on set. Oh yeah. Every Absolutely. single yeah. day. A hundred percent. And the editing shows it because like there are no transitions for some scenes. There's like, one transition right in the middle of the movie. It's an actual wipe. And you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but I mean, there is one scene that where we're just like, wait, they're in the same room together. When, yeah. when did that? What? Yeah. Yeah. I, 
to the uh, sort of improvised nature of this movie, uh, if there's only one thing you need to look at if you want to know that that's the case, and also that they were shooting this movie sequentially, uh, is that while we're talking about him and saying his name, the Paul, what is it? Paul Ben? Paul Ben Victor. Paul Ben Victor. About halfway, three quarters of the way through the movie, they decide that this character is homosexual. Up to this point, it has not manifested itself in any sort of, sort of way. I be- I, well, I mean, in, in, okay, in small ways. He's been kind of giving some glances and stuff to his, his henchmen slash lover, as it turns out. However, there is a clear point where they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, in case you weren't picking up on it subtly, we're just going to come right out and say it. And then it's like there is an unnecessary scene where they're just like, all right, go through the hostages and just... Just you know, mince. Yeah, just, yeah, just mince go your for way it. through yeah. this scene. After the reveal of that character's sexuality, yeah. he... I, I don't I honestly don't think they ever gave that actor any direction. Right. They were just and now Paul Ben Victor will do whatever he wants to do mm-hmm. because that's what he seems to be doing the entire right. time is just interacting with things around him and saying stuff. Yeah. It's strange. I don't uh, he must have amazing improv powers or something for the, him to be the one to be like, OK, now you go do that. Um but yeah, it's. I, I just. I'm, it's, not, I'm not pointing it out as like, oh wow, this is when it gets amazing, or this is when it's truly <laughs> awful. I'm just saying, like, if you ever needed like the, you know, if you needed proof of like this movie is so completely improvised, it is when that like someone just went like, oh maybe this, and then all of a sudden it's like, ah that, let's run with it for a few minutes. That'll eat up a couple more minutes of the movie. You know, it's just that's it is the way little, it feels. It is a little strange that they reveal the character to be gay for no real reason, right. and then he's like, well. I'm out. So yeah, I'll, <laughs> super I'll, gay time. Yeah, everybody. Also like I <laughs> like just even logistically for, for the point of the movie, like this character wasn't, he was always hanging out in his stupid office, not anywhere on the floor with the people. Like there's, there's just like literally no reason for this guy to just be like, Oh, well this character detail was revealed. And now I'm going to go wander amongst, amongst the hostages that are like down on the level where the, the gunmen are hanging out, you know, just, all the particulars yeah. are bad. It's just, yeah, that's they what just, it. none of them make no. sense. All you need to know is that there are bad guys in the mall and, uh, the cops come and tell mm-hmm. Mickey Rourke's dad that Mickey Rourke's brother has been broken out of jail and is part of this. And his dad's like, go get my boy. And if, if push comes to shove, I'd rather you be the one to deal with it instead of the cops. The dad, by the way, is Michael Gammon, who's like, if not, you, huh? James. James Gammon, sorry. <laughs> not Michael Gambon. Yeah, sorry. I, yeah, no. Sorry. Yes, the brain went two different ways there. James Gammon. Gammon, but uh, like from... Uh, I was well, Paul keeping, Ben Victor was whoa. playing the game on. <laughs> Gammon, I just... But like, you know, from Major League and like Cabin Boy and stuff, I'm just mm-hmm. saying like, you know, if you need that, you know that guy. Yeah. Just, that as soon oh, as you yeah. see him, okay, bring the heat, Ricky. Yeah. Yep. Because, man, we just... Mickey Rourke is just wearing a tank top out on the farm doing farm shit, which is really just digging a hole and pulling pipes out of it for some reason. And that's your introduction to Mickey Rourke. And then at one point he puts on a Sierra Leone hat and you're like, oh, okay, he's been in the shit, I guess. And yeah. there are little hints throughout the movie like he's done. He, he's he, a big fan of blood diamonds. He's <laughs> he's been a Texas <laughs> Ranger. He's been a mercenary. He's done all these. He's gone all these places. He's also a farmer and all these things. The, <laughs> They, at some point, give a two-sentence backstory for what the brother did for why he's in jail. And what the brother did was kill a drug lord. That's all Mm -hmm. he did. But apparently that was enough to get him the death penalty and be sent to prison forever. So they're trying to make it so that... All these guys got the death death penalty for bullshit. Well... 
for the most. Well, okay, Danny Trejo <laughs> probably didn't get the death no, penalty. For, no, Danny for Trejo deserved his death penalty. He earned it because he's out of his goddamn mind. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they they keep giving like these sad stories. Like now it's time for this prisoner to explain to the camera why they don't deserve to be there. And yeah, I was gonna say there like there's there's really like four, what four ski mask off prisoners that have escaped yeah it might be easier to explain this movie yeah. in, in terms of the characters that are in yeah it. i was gonna say because like this movie is like uh, you know it, it, it looks like about two people escape off this bus that they shoot the fuck out of there's not many people on it that, and several of the prisoners get right, shot yeah during i the mean escape. their plan is just like we're gonna drive a car alongside of it and just starting shooting m16s into it until the bus finally stops and then you know the people that were in the know are on the floor so they didn't get shot mm-hmm. and but i mean Again, it looks like maybe there's 10 people on this bus mm. total. At least half of them get shot. But when they get to the mall, they have unlimited bad guys because there's four unmasked dudes who have any kind of personality and then just a ho- host of ski masked randos. Yep. Yeah. Um, Those are the guys who get headshots. Right. Because they can hide the squibs behind the ski mask. <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's there's uh, Mickey Rourke's brother who, you not know, Ted not, not Ted Levine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there is Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo. There's the James Blanco guy, because I'm just saying he looks sort of like James Blanco. The Franco. kid. Yeah, the kid. Yeah. Um, and then... The, and then uh, the, Sonny. Yeah, the dude I thought was from Total Recall, but totally not. No. No. He was not Benny. Yeah, I thought he was. Like, nope. I, Yeah. It's not Benny. I, I Yeah. Yeah. But, but anyway... It's driving like, me crazy, because I feel like I've seen him in a movie. And, yeah. And then you've got Paul Van Victor yeah. and his weird German lover. Yeah. Yeah. And the weird German lover was basically the one who organized getting them out. Right. Right. He... Launched a rocket, and that's where most car. of the machine gun guys he, he took, were. He took so, the law into his own hands. He did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you can only assume that he had hired all these guys, but you, they're never. It's it's that case of like a of a El Mariachi, where there's only ever one gun in the movie, mm-hmm. but they just use it for different characters. It's like there's only like three or four actual masked guys. Right. They just show them in different rooms, so it seems like it's more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Actually, aliens would probably be a better a better analogy. Because there were only like five alien costumes in that entire movie, right. but mm-hmm. they just kept kept putting them in different areas, so it yeah. seemed like there were a lot more. But that's fine because that movie was like, "There's a million of, of these yeah. aliens." This movie is not like, "And there's a million prisoners." Also, it's yeah. just like, well, that movie can just hide its numbers with dots on a little trucker thing. Mm-hmm. Just be like, look, there's a lot but of them. Yeah. But but yes, here there's probably only three or four guys mm-hmm. in any yeah. given scene at one time. Right. They just but they appear to be all over this. But mall. as you said, each of the unmasked people will just have this sad bluesy music uh you know i'm going to tell you about what i did to get put into the joint yep. time which and in the other movie is when they get murdered two seconds later mm-hmm. because they you know here's an ounce of sympathy I, yeah, dead i've sort of <laughs> yeah. regret my crimes and yeah. oh well i you know well yeah. no well, see, they're, and they're the all thing. capital a acting whenever this happens mm-hmm. so like the kid is the only one who really regrets his crimes but he shouldn't be let off the hook either because his actions directly led to like two people dying yeah but his were at least like in the lay Miz variety I mean, like, I'm just saying, like, he was like, I was starving, and, you know, I granted, right. you could probably walk into the convenience store and say, sir, I am starving, maybe gun, yes. gun is not your first... I, I'm just saying. Yes, I know. But, like, mm-hmm. when the other guy explains his crimes, which is, this makes no fucking sense, he's in the military, and his commanding officer sleeps with his girl, and so he kills his commanding officer, why he's in regular jail doesn't make any sense to me, he should be in military prison for that uh if not executed well, already also the guy the rich guy who broke them out was there for money laundering mm-hmm. you don't tend to end up in like death row in prison death row transfer. violent <laughs> yeah 
I don't know. I'm going with the out of sight rules here. That like, you know, Albert Brooks is in with you know Don Cheadle here. Yeah, yeah, whatever. But yeah, uh, you go to tennis racket prison. Yeah, when, sure. When you're money laundering. You don't go to federal pound me in the ass prison. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We we never learn why Danny Trejo was in prison, but you know why he was yeah. in prison. <laughs> He's a fucking psychopath. He's Danny Trejo. Well, one of the things that they that they mentioned on his rap sheet was like he was. He was tried for like rape and murder, mm-hmm. um, but you know, didn't get convicted. So you assume he did something else uh, equally bad, <laughs> right? Yes, because mm-hmm. that's all he does once he gets out. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. pretty much his mo. Yeah, there's a couple people in the mall. Like most, the mall was closing as they came Got in there. at three p.m. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I mean that's. Yeah, talking about like not bothering to set up things. This movie is just like I don't know. We're at a mall. Look, there's a lady who works at a makeup counter. Uh, anyway, there's terrorists. I mean, it's like it that's can't, pretty much it. I'm like, just saying, we have it, no setup for yeah, why they rolled up to the mall, and we don't know that they're coming. We don't, you know, no, like literally, just, it's just like anyway, Grandma, you look okay like with your hard, makeup now from the Clinique counter. Bye, and then it's just like it's yeah. a hard cut from something else to them just showing up at the mall yeah. and starting to shoot it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, I believe they're talking about the Alanis concert that's coming to Dallas that does not come to Fort Worth. Oh, no. Nothing ever comes to Fort Worth. Right. Well, Except they ought, for they ought to know. murder. <laughs> and it, I believe it cuts from that conversation to them. Yeah. It's just, a little bit Just ironic. murdering guards. This 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 mall has like 12 customers and 20 guards. Yeah. And one security guard with his hand in his pocket. I like that the one guy's trying to shut the, the yeah. metal gate. Yeah. As like guys with literal machine guns are mm-hmm. storming through the door. It's like, oh no. And then, yeah. <laughs> no, closed. <laughs> and, and see, I had hope for this movie at this point because they're they're going squib happy. Oh yeah. A lot of these dudes, like dudes are getting just popped in the chest and mm-hmm. Oh, there's one good, guy who nice, locks himself in the back squibs. Oh, not only, not only that, it's like somebody, I, I feel like they put something in the shotgun that they're walking around with because it looked like it was shooting out paint too. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like it looked like it was like shooting out like viscera before it even hit the person. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it looked like a fucking blunderbuss, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the stuff I love, you know, when it's like, yeah. okay, if you're going to shoot dudes in a movie, just fucking squib them up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have them flop around like that guy on the escalator in total recall, you know, just fucking shred them. And it's like, all right, cool. You're doing this. Good. Yeah. And I love that they murder 12 guards and then uh, Mickey Rourke's brother comes in and it's just like, all right, don't hurt anybody. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> What? He tells that to Danny Trejo, who yes. is the yeah. most dangerous guy there. It was the most hurt people guy. Right. Yeah. And I mean, it's basically he helped Paul Ben Victor escape and in exchange for them getting them out of there. Yeah. Because like, was Paul Ben Victor on the bus? Yes. yes. Okay. All right. I missed that. Yeah. Yeah. But he, but so he, ta- Paul Ben Victor takes him to his lair in mm-hmm. this mall, his fancy which office. is like, hey, check out my tacky office. Yeah. Yeah, it's from the Scarface decorations catalog, you know, yeah. where it's just, you know, a bunch of yeah. shitty, you know, translucent tiles, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's and leftover like, 80s tacky. Yeah. 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 And, and like cupids on a mural mm-hmm. on the wall in like With like all, all pointing around to the seat in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's he, gross. Yeah. He went to the fucking Sodom Hussein, you know, fucking interior decorating school. Yeah. Just bullshit. But yeah. He, <laughs> it's a clever name for a business. <laughs> but yeah. So I'm just so saying the, that gold and fucking tacky ass I know. Donald Trump bullshit. You know? So the deal is, the, it is Nicholas <laughs> Rourke's brother is like, hey, let's, when's the chopper showing up? Yeah. We, we got you out of jail. Now you get us out of here. Right. And he's like, oh, yeah. I, I don't worry, he'll be here in an hour. Mm-hmm. He's reliable. 
and this. And basically, you know, it's very clear from the beginning that he's stringing them along. Yes. Because his plan is ultimately to ultimately to burn them all down and do something. And get out via a tunnel sure. beneath. Which I don't... I'm why? sorry, but... That, no, I just mean why. Like, what... Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, I mean, if you break this down to the most simple, basic, like, why... It's, that's it a is, question you cannot ask. Right, that's what I mean. You like, just have to go, oh, okay, now he's going to burn them all down but, and kill well, them all. Okay, and, cool. But why doesn't you, I mean... And I to can't. call back to out of sight, mm-hmm. the more people that break out with you, mm-hmm. the more people they have to track down. Right. Yeah. Why bother eliminating them if it's way better for you for them to have to look for six people than to look for one person? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just... I, there's no reason. I, I there's never a, a reason presented as to why he would string them along, bring them here, agree to help them. No. Anything, just be like, yeah, we got off the bus and go they, the fuck your own separate ways. Yeah. Don't go to my place. I'm gonna go get my or guns just and bombs. Kill them there. I don't what, know. What they should have done is bad guys escape to a mall. Mm-hmm. They discover this office loaded with guns drugs and shit Mm -hmm. that guy gets kind of drunk with power because he's the smart one who's in jail for Mm -hmm. financial crimes and starts to plan this sort of like i'm gonna fuck all these guys over that but or or you do a good bad and ugly thing okay one of them's got one piece of information the other one has the other they they have to coexist in order to make this happen like it's something got lost as they were filming they just like okay we can't do the thing we're gonna do just i don't know do this other thing Mm -hmm. so once we've established now that nothing in this movie makes any logical sense whatsoever. It just doesn't. Yeah. All you need to know is that there are bad guys in the mall. There's a handful of hostages. There's a million cops outside and Mickey Rourke shows up. Yep. Because yes. his dad sent him and said, go get my boy. Give him and, the heat. And the guy <laughs> and, the, and the policeman in charge of everything yeah. is his ex-partner. Yes. Frederick Forrest, who yep. you've seen in a million things. Yep. I don't know if I made this when we did Christmas Rush, but. I just it popped in my head and I don't know how to like work it into conversation, but I'm like trying to think of like a Simon Mall says <laughs> thing because mm-hmm. just saying hey, this is very like. All right, let me know if you figure it out. Yeah, if you, if you get there, just yeah. break in and let us know. <laughs> but Mickey Rourke, there's something about what he's doing in this movie uh-huh. that's great. Yeah, because it's like everyone's kind of acting and doing all this stuff and he's walking through it like a fucking wrestler like a late nineties wrestler because like he'll jump and jump kick a dude and like the guy falls to the ground and then he'll just kind of do like that thing wrestlers do where they kind of like stalk around with their back to him for a second. Like I'm going to come back to you. They walk in a half circle like around just to be like, I'm going to let you think about what I just did to you. Yeah. He does this like consistently every time he gets in a fight with someone, he does. He just does this. So he's like, this cartoon character wandering around in this movie full of people trying to be real people. Well, okay. It's, it's very, okay. Two things. One, it's clear that Mickey Rourke did not stick around for post-production because anytime they needed to ADR some Mickey Rourke dialogue, it is not Mickey Rourke. It is just some chump they got in the, yeah, he's bad. I also firmly believe that maybe he left slightly before the film ended because there are two or three things that make his character look like a total fucking idiot and there's no way he agreed to that. Yeah. Like him doing fucking cartwheels or whatever, just to backflips to oh, escape yeah. at one point is like, what the fuck? Well, that, I'm sorry, but his like climb up to the roof and sit down crisscross applesauce to shoot somebody <laughs> is like one of the stupidest fucking things I've ever seen in my movie, in a movie ever. But they, they establish that this guy is goofy right from the start because like when he 
sneak like he goes and meets he's just standing behind frederick Forrest, like i'm here and he's like oh god you you, you don't want to be you don't want none yeah. of this shit and uh one of the dudes on the roof just starts firing a gun at everybody snipering and mickey rourke is just standing there and then he just vanishes and then all of a sudden he's on the roof the first guy he kills the guy is wearing a night vision mask and he punches that into that dude's face and then while that dude is staggering he does this weird jump up half leg takedown spin thing it's mm-hmm. like a thing black widow would do not something mickey Rourke would do exactly yeah. it's and it, awesome though yeah. it's but it's weird it's like you're busting that out as your first move on this guy who we don't even know who it is all right. downhill from there yeah. <laughs> but he snaps that dude's neck he does yeah, but that, and that, that's that what i'm also like vision <laughs> yeah but that's also why i was like i'm on board with this sure but that just establishes right away this guy's fucking goofy and he is goofy because there are at least half a dozen times in this movie where he is just peeking in at the scene through some sort of like picturesque window box that has like props and shit in it. Or sometimes he's just an event like listening to something that's happening. Mm-hmm. You just see his big dumb Mickey Rourke face looking at them. And it, it the, nev- the first time that happens is <laughs> definitely a ripoff of Die Hard. Sure. And then he eventually does the vents thing as well to rip off Die Hard. But he is in the most comfortable vents you've yeah, ever seen. Yeah, huge vents. Huge tracks of aluminum. <laughs> but he's also like the most nonchalant person about everything. Yeah, and he's terrible. Like there's guys making plans and he's just sitting there with his back against the wall just kind of like, all right. Yep. This is cool. Yep. Like sitting on the floor with his back against the wall. Like yeah. anyone could turn the corner and fucking shoot you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, meh. Yes, he is very nonchalant in most situations, uh, including when he first actually gets into the mall proper, where he's immediately caught. Yeah, by backing into a room. <laughs> Luckily, it's a dude in a ski mask, though, so that guy's yeah, not going to so laugh. A dude, dude in a ski mask is just me like, ah, well, you're all right over there. I won't watch you or anything. I'm going to go investigate my dead friend. Right, my, my, my dead friend is over here. Let me go check him out. Well, no, the, the first one... the. The reason the oh, guy gets right. killed is because he's trying to search Mickey Rourke's bag right, right, for yes. whatever reason. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He has, he has dropped his bag and then told Mickey Rourke, go sit over there yeah. while I investigate your backpack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so then, Mickey then, Rourke, then he gets combat knifed, right? Because yeah, he, yeah, he has a he gives yeah, him the knife, gets ballistic ballistic knife, loaded knife. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> knife gunned. Look up so this is a real knife. thing? Yeah. Yeah, it is a real thing. It was in one of, used it. It was in one of the yeah. stupid Call of Duty games, and everyone fucking hated you if you used it. Cause mm-hmm. It was just like an instant kill, like, ding, if you haven't hit somebody. Again, this is, okay, yeah. this, this is the second person he kills, and you're like, what the fuck is he doing? But he also <laughs> kills a guy with a grenade trap. Yes. Which yeah. is pretty good. Yeah. Um, the guy's like, <laughs> the first guy that he killed... He sets a grenade trap on him. So the guy that goes to investigate that guy's mm-hmm. death rolls him over and the grenade, you know, the spoon goes flying yeah. and then he gets exploded. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yeah. A couple, the, there's a few, like the first mm-hmm. three kills are real good. Yes. Um, They're goofy as shit. <laughs> I, here's, the, here's the thing that like throughout the entire course of this movie that I couldn't break out of my brain is remember, because you did a video on it, but remember Mickey Rourke did that fucking Xbox game where he was like, Oh, Rogue Warrior. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm just saying, like, that's... So oh, the... he did the voice for that. Yeah. 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 Okay, so... Richard like the... Marchinko, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah, the fuck yeah. his name Mar- was. Yeah, Marcinko. I, <laughs> I remember this because, like, and I'm, I'm going to tell the story, because, like, that's the thing, is, like, everything he's doing in this, it feels like he wants to do that bullshit cool stuff that's in those books. He probably yeah. read that book. Oh, absolutely. He probably absolutely read Rogue Warrior uh, before yes. he did this. Oh, I guarantee you read all those fuckers' books, because... Anyway, 
But buy a used copy of that book and read it. By the way, the first one, it's good. It's <laughs> it's really fucking entertaining. As long as you know this guy's a humongous bullshitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a, as a piece of fiction, it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yes. that's yeah. what I mean. It's just everything in this just feels like I just read this book and I I could do this. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I am like the rogue I, warrior. like again when he's going into the mall, there's this completely unnecessary is walking down a pipe, but it's like. Yes. For like an eight foot high high ceiling, it's just yes. It, he's fucking mission. Yeah, he's doing mission the impossible. Impossible. It, it looks yes, so too. it looks so silly because he's walking, repelling, walking down a, a pipe that, yeah. into like a normal yeah. size hallway. Yeah, it's good just, stunt. Sure. Completely fucking useless but, in this situation. Well, it's like we're saying eight feet off the ground. They used yeah. up all their cool stuff in mm-hmm. the beginning. Yeah, yeah. But okay, from like this point on, Mickey Rourke. Not that he had much personality before he got in the mall, but now that he's in the mall, forget it. Like I like his motivations. His thought process, like what he's going to do moment to moment. No idea. Yeah. No clue. He is just there. He is just slinking around, listening, oftentimes letting a whole bunch of people get menaced or almost die before acting, which is odd. Yes. The the, the sitting down shooting thing is yeah. to take out a guy that is standing on the roof mowing into the crowd. Yes. And he just... I, I would say he takes a good two, three minutes to sit down, adjust his scope. It's not that long. That might be a it. Chuck exaggeration, but <laughs> I, it's a it's a long. It's a while. It is a long. It's longer time. than it should be for he could just walk up, yeah, get, in, get close and not like aim down sights and pop this guy. This is not like he has some like bolt action rifle. He is no. like it's like a fucking MP5 or something. Yeah. I mean, it's like fucking spray and pray. You're on the roof. Just shoot in the general direction. You have lots of bullets. Yeah, you know, stop yeah. him. It's which also pays <laughs> off in after he finally shoots this guy. He stands up and immediately is attacked by a dude who has come upon him. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I, I know I'm jumping around the plot, but I'm just it's yeah. fine. When examples it's come around, it's, it's just like, yeah. man, just yeah. fucking urgency, some urgency. Well, OK, so actually back in the timeline, mm-hmm. uh, Danny Trejo has realized that there are lady hostages and he's like, you know what? There's cobwebs on my balls, so <laughs> I need to go menace these ladies. Mm hmm. Uh, which he does. Like, there's one lady, there's an older lady who's like, I don't want to fucking be here. Game over, man. And he's... he's oh, she has a total freak out at the Orange Julius. <laughs> she, she is totally freaking him out. He's just yeah. like, shut the fuck up. And then she's like, I'm gonna leave. And so he shoots a random dude to make her shut up. Um, and then... So he goes to menace the lady, the one lady we know, the lady the from makeup the, lady. the perfume counter. And is awkward and uncomfortable with her for a while until finally everyone shows up. And is like, dudes fucking stop. And it's like three or four dudes come back. Like the kid comes back. The, the military dude comes mm-hmm. back and, and Mickey Rourke's brother comes back and they're all just like, dude, fucking stop. What are you doing? Knock it off. But each one separately comes in and is just like, stop, stop being rapey. <laughs> just don't yeah. do it. I think that's the other thing about this movie is like you have to not Ted Levine is kind of like the leader of. Yes, the, he is uh, supposed to be the leader of the uh, of the misfits of the men. You, yeah, you have. Yeah, yeah. You have the Ben Vic guy is like the I, I'm the mastermind. Yes. Yeah. But I'm he's saying the like, money. Yeah, he's the money mastermind guy. Yeah. But the other guy is like, I'm one everyone actually respects and looks up to. Yeah, he's except, like the lieutenant or except he looks whatever. like fucking Ted Levine and he should be the fucking wild card guy. He should right. be the guy that like, goes kill these pictures, you know? Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> yeah. another weird flaw with this movie is that there's no hierarchy as to really right. like who the satisfying deaths will be. Mm-hmm. Like they, they, they make it obviously they're like, OK, please kill Danny Trejo because he's a menace to everyone involved. But like when they start killing like the head guy at the end, it's just like okay, yeah, I you know that's not satisfying. Yeah. Like who cares? Um, but like the the third and final time he's menacing that lady, Mickey Rourke is just sitting 
behind in the in, I want to say backstage, but, you know, in, in the back area of the mall looking out a window, kind of aiming at this guy like I'm going to take care of this situation, but is in no hurry to put a stop to it until finally the third guy comes in and just well, like, knock it off. I mean, OK, I'm not I'm not in any way defending the bizarre motivations of this movie. However, this was directly in the point where he was making her fillet his gun. So shooting him at that time probably would have been a bad idea. Sure. maybe, Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, general instinct reflex, mm-hmm. you know, she's dead. Right. Yeah. But. I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, however, but, however, he has plenty of time to yes, shoot. Yes. Like, yeah, he has. That's the thing. He has plenty of time to shoot anybody he wants in yep. this, and he does Doesn't. not take advantage of. Not sure. He's got all the stealth on his side. He takes no advantage of it. He prefers to be ambushed from stealth himself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, he's killed and, a lot of people though. Like, but they're yeah. all maskless, or they're all masked randos. He's, he's yeah. killed mm-hmm. two more guys in ski masks in another room. Um, but the only way he can kill them is if he takes a running back leap off of something. Yes. Like he, he has to, John he has Woo to do out a of John Wu dive. Yeah. That's or the he, only way. Or he will miss. Yes. <laughs> or he has to set up his, his shot yeah. for a couple minutes. Yeah. Check his scope. Make sure everything's aligned yeah. properly. Right. I mean, this happens when you become hard boiled like he is. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, uh, but the, well, after the, they, the thing that stops Danny Trejo from raping her basically is, is, Ted Levine's brother has been handed cocaine, just heaps of cocaine from our money man. And so he just chucks a brick of cocaine at Danny Trejo. Mm-hmm. He's like, here, let's change your mind about all this. And he's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And so he just from here on out, Danny Trejo is just doing coke every scene. Yes. Trini, Danny, but yeah, yo, yeah, yeah, Danny <laughs> yes. Treblo. Treblo. There it is. Yeah. Danny Yayo would just be... Just be, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's doing a mountain of cocaine. And yeah, then, he, he's doing what should kill you within a half hour. Sure, but he's... You should Danny be dead within a half hour. Uh, there's a le- there's another lady uh, behind him, one of the hostages, mm-hmm. and she's like, hey, can I get some of that cocaine? And then she kind of leans back, like, check me out, I'm hot, but she's sitting in a way that doesn't <laughs> doesn't flatter anything it's it's bad like it's yeah. like no one should sit that way um and she's also coated in blood from the yes. from the texan being <laughs> shot next to her right and he is all about this he is like okay i will bring you some cocaine you do cocaine now we are going off to find the stripper pole in this mall so you can dance for me <laughs> yeah and like her outfit is like wait is there a, is is there legitimately a strip club in this mall? Because I'm very confused by what you were wearing to the mall. It's weird. It's and it's like a back room, but it's also it looks like, like a part of a department store that's yeah. just not stocked. Like that, yeah. Like they closed down the strip club and started using it for a storage, <laughs> right. you know, for a storage room. That's Victoria's Secret room, as they were in. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That explains a lot. Or the beyond. I don't know. In the, after, yeah. Yeah, from the bed and the bath. Sure. Yeah, so uh, they go off and do a lot of cocaine together. Yeah. Until uh, again, the bad guys show up and are just like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, as she's doing like a gratuitous strip tease. They're like, hey, we haven't had any tit in this movie, yeah, so you here go. you go, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And then when that's all over, he drags her over to the main window, shoots out the glass, and it's just like, hey, cops, back off, or this is going to happen. And then he kills her. And then, That's cocaine for you. Yeah. You know. And then he just walks away, and that's the end of all that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
if you feel our uh, enthusiasm for the movie falling apart, that's pretty much because the movie falls apart somewhere around here. I, too. It's not necessarily that enthusiasm falls apart. It's just that from a structure standpoint, Coherence it's insane. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, at some point, he's just like he he runs into somebody. Well, okay. Right? Well, so uh, the he, the kid tells his story to right. the makeup counter lady, mm-hmm. and then makeup counter lady is like, "I love you. I have right. to go to the bathroom." And he's like, hey, Danny Trejo, can I take her to the bathroom? And Danny Trejo is just sitting at one of those small tables in the food court, like huddled around his mountain yeah. of cocaine. Like, like it's his precious. Yes. It's like, I don't care. Just do whatever, man. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I promise I'm not going to kill her or rape her. And yeah. He's like, OK. okay. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. <laughs> so he takes her to the bathroom. The first bathroom has a dead guy in it. Uh, so they go to the, the next one. The next one has Mickey Rourke in it. So she goes in. Mickey Rourke is immediately like, ha. <laughs> And she yeah. goes, can I still go to the bathroom? <laughs> and he's like, okay, whatever. And then cut to, she's just left. Okay. Like, they didn't have a conversation like, beyond that. Whatever they had. Clearly, he, there was something Clearly, here. he did nothing. He and marked she's her. Now, well, he marked her neck in no. a way that the brother would recognize. That's what you're supposed to take away from I this. I don't think he did that intentionally. I think that was an accident. And the brother goes, huh, something's fishy. Well. But he doesn't know. I don't think it's. I, that's because what's it's so just incoherent a about this movie. Like, Huh? How is, would... My thing was, okay, he told her something, and the way they play that scene out as she walks by the brother, right. she looks him in the eye, yes. and it goes into slow motion, and I expected her to say, like, your brother says hello, right. any, something like that. Rudy, yeah. That yeah. does not happen. It just, like, Pops he, he looks at the blood on her <laughs> neck, yeah. and it's it, all slow motion and tense for a second, yeah. and then she walks away, and it's like, okay. Now, does he know that da- that he's like, what does the blood mean? Like it, it means nothing. It's one of those things they, like somebody filmed it and said, we'll fix it in editing. Yeah. And then they weren't they able were to fix like, it in editing. They were no, like, we the, don't have anything here. The edit is, is like suddenly Mickey Rourke is now walking down a hallway and his he brother walks just out of the bathroom. Yeah. And, yeah. He, and his brother just goes, hey, and it's just like that. And it's like, funny. Good to see you again, brother. And yeah. yeah like but, suddenly they're but in the this same is room. A really weird cut. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is this it's, very strange cut yes. because. They were obviously supposed to like surprise each other, mm-hmm. but it cuts to the middle of them like <laughs> like the, they've already doing been... a half Mexican standoff thing. They've already done the <gasps> yeah yeah. <laughs> That's one of the things that makes it so confusing. Like there might have been like a real change there, and they lost the few first few frames of that reel because it's just because maybe... suddenly they're like talking to each other. Yeah, You're like wait, what? Hey, bro, good to see you. Yeah, how's dad? Yeah, and it and the thing is that conversation doesn't advance anything. Nope. It just lets the brother know that he's there. Well, he's like, I can get you out of here. He's like, no, not going to happen. Sorry, I'm not going yeah. back. Cops aren't going to kill me. Yeah. So, yeah, they just they just walk away. And, and mm-hmm. yeah, and his brother just leaves the room. He's like, you should probably go back. Yeah. And then Mickey Rourke sets up this convoluted thing where he pours perfume all over the place. And <laughs> yep. yeah, and then lights it on fire. Lights a fire, which is just like this little like. Oh, check it out. <laughs> yeah, well, That's neat. Why was this guy inspecting inside the perfume counter? Because it smelled nice. Be- because there's one guy in the middle of it, and Mickey Rourke has just like done the uh, the, the fire line. Yeah, he's in a ring of fire. And it's, and it's on the thing. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, huh. Nobody's like, where did the fire come from? Let's no. go there. And he aims at a bottle of perfume that's on the counter, blows that up, yep. gives that dude a ticket to Burning Man. Mm-hmm. And all the other guys are like, oh. Damn. Huh. I didn't know that guy. He had a ski mask on, so yeah. I don't feel too bad for him. Anyway, let's check out this the source of the fire, maybe. Yeah, and once again, Mickey Rourke, 
dumbass because he's just hiding in there. Like, I doubt they'll check out the one place where the gunshot came from. Uh-huh. But what do they do? They check out the one place the gunshot came from. Yep. And he's like not even hiding deep in the store or no, like trying to find like a way two out. Shelves he's back. like hiding behind a counter that's like 10 feet away from them. Yeah. So, of course, he springs out and headshots the one dude because he's jumping. Uh-huh. While Danny Trejo, the army guy, and his brother just unload into the into the place, apparently mm-hmm. blowing up like the world's largest downfilled pillow. It's it's a a crate filled with pillows that explode. Well, they and, shred these things yeah. because there are feathers everywhere. Oh, enough like, to, to the where point a man gets buried under them, yes. like as he gets shot in the head because Mickey Rourke jumped between things yes. and John wooed him. He, he falls onto the ground and is immediately enveloped by all the layer of feathers that have mm-hmm. sprung out of this place. Yeah, I think this is also the same moment where the FBI guys hut, hut, hut in from the ceiling and yeah. immediately get like, machine gunned well, for their efforts. Well, it's, Somehow it's, it's, Mickey it's right Rourke gets out of yes. the Oh, yeah, because he runs around the corner. Like, yeah, there, there's this brief <laughs> moment where like somehow he's gotten out of the store and then his brother like has him dead to rights and is just like, oh, I can't shoot you, man. But yeah. then the FBI dudes come rappelling in from the roof and he's like, oh, I'll shoot, I'll it shoot them. at them instead <laughs> so that they see that I'm doing something. Yep. Yeah. Because it's it's weird. I mean, it's just like it's like this half second of like, oh, they're gonna see me not shooting you, but up oh, look. There's, there's a FBI look guys. from the military guy yeah. looks over at him like, why didn't you shoot at him, bro? And then that kind of doesn't go mm-hmm. anywhere. He kind of asks him later like, yeah. who's this guy? To it you? just but, but again, it means nothing because like you know, like three or four FBI dudes are repelling in from the roof. They get shot and just left dangling, and it's like. Okay, and nothing comes of that, really. Nope. nope. Like, no one cuts they out. Just don't out. send it And there's not FBI even guys. any, like, dressing <laughs> yeah. down of the FBI guys outside. Or, no. You know, like, no. N- none of the, the sheriff guy going, I told you not to go in there. Yeah, no, they none show None of that. They show yeah. up and do the diehard thing. Like, we're in control now. We're going in. I think we're going to need some more special agents. <laughs> and they go in and get murdered, and then, like, anything that's happening outside, forget it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, the next thing that happens outside is, is uh, the military guy, decides to call i guess his wife or whoever and basically be like all right i love you i've always loved you i'm gonna cry now and now i'm gonna go up on the roof where we've set up a minigun for some reason why not never established where who brought it where'd it come from are all malls stocked with this? I don't Essentially, know. it came from uh, what's his nuts. Yeah, Paul Ben Victor. Paul Ben Victor. The but, first time you see them in the mall, they are unloading military grade okay. weapons. So, I, I, but I, they never like they never show us. They never tease it. Mm-hmm. No, it's yeah. just Until here's now, a minigun. Just, I yeah, figure this is just standard Black Friday issue. You know, they're like sure, yeah, <laughs> repel right. the door hoarders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, they saw Dawn of the Dead, yeah. and they're like, you, this could happen. Yeah, you got to <laughs> fucking hold the door. <laughs> yes. Yep, exactly. But yeah, so he goes up on the roof, and like they get the spotlights on him, and he gets shot once. Okay, and he's like, All "You're right. making it sound like it's a quick scene." No, yeah, he's, he's up, up there, there for a while, staggers around, just like I could do something. Not going to do it. I'll just go he back inside. Even, the weird thing is, like, he doesn't even touch the minigun before the no. cops are just like, "Ah, there's one. Shoot him." Yeah, mm-hmm. and they shoot him in the shoulder, and he goes down. And he's like, "Hey," and he's like, "Well, fuck this. Yeah. If I'm going out, I'm just going to murder all of them," uh, and just starts minigunning. Everything it ends up blowing up an older car. Blows up one car. I'm. So, this looks fun as hell. Like if you could set up a mall parking lot, fill it with cars, give me a minigun, I would totally yeah. do this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's I, a good minigun scene. Like, yeah, I hate that. Like my bucket list is all shit I can't do. Sure. Like I want to fire a laws rocket. I want to shoot a minigun. You got to go to Vegas, man. Yeah, with okay. a big old pile of cash. Oh, 
Yeah. So ammo is expensive. Take you out of the desert. Shouldn't I go somewhere like there's like slightly more lawless? <laughs> no, no, no. Vegas. You the, it's lawless enough? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Go out to Vegas. I mean, Reno. They'll take you out to somewhere <laughs> I, in the I desert. I like, you know, Sierra Leone. <laughs> like somewhere where I can like really shoot at. <laughs> sure. Go. Yeah. You go right. Go right ahead. Well, apparently, I don't, not at people. I don't want to shoot people. Or, I didn't mean know. people. I'm apparently, just the the right places in the world, you know, you can go out and shoot cows with RPGs. I don't, but yeah, I don't want to do. I, that. I don't think you want to do I that. I bet you for five hundred dollars, you could find someone who's going to bring some junked cars to an abandoned shopping mall and give you a minigun and say, "Go nuts." It won't be five hundred dollars. It would be a lot the more. The ammo is going to be more than five hundred okay. bucks. But five hundred plus However, the cost of ammo. Mm-hmm. A lot of those dudes live out in Vegas. Twenty five dollars so. a bullet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple months of Patreon would pay for, <laughs> yeah, minigun therapy. If Harlow is missing for three weeks and yeah. all our Patreon funds are, I got to be honest, the minigun thing is way down there. Like, I want to fire a rocket launcher so much more. Like, I want to fire a rocket launcher like all of the kinds. I want to fire like you know bazooka. I want to, yeah, that's what I want. That's bazookas are hard to find, but I can set you up with an RPG seven, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Really? No, I would fucking do that. <laughs> I might know a guy. Maybe not. Okay. Depends on if the government's listening. <laughs> Okay. They're listening. Yeah. I don't know a guy. Yeah, I don't know the, anything about they're listening any from space, from the, the satellites. satellites. Yeah. Right. yeah. All this pre-show content, uh, that means nothing yeah. to most people. Anyway, <laughs> he fires the minigun, yeah. gets his therapy in, gets shot for his troubles, and dies. He gets his the life therapy yeah. in, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The whole scene is set to Silent Night. Mm-hmm. Just point yeah. that out. Instrumental version of Silent Night plays mm-hmm. as he staggers around, fires a minigun. Well, when he starts firing the minigun, there's wailing guitar going on. Yeah. Uh, it's a less Silent Night. Yeah, it is. It's very yeah, hard. I guess before he's done this, though, mm-hmm. Mickey Rourke and Danny Trejo finally decide to fight each other in a paint-filled area. That's mm-hmm. a weird, like, hard cut. They are engaged in gunfire. It just kind of happens. Yeah, it's like, just like, like it's ah. one of those, like, like we said, there's no transitions in this movie. Shit yeah. just starts happening. Yeah. And so mid-scene, they're just, they're all of a sudden fighting. Yep. Yeah, but punctuated to fucking, like, November rain slash yeah, uh, some knock on, yeah, knock on heaven's door, door guitar, you know slash guitar railing. It's it's bizarre. It kicks. I mean, in it's not real. I'm just saying. I mean, it's not subtle. It no. just all of a sudden this guitar kicks in, and you're like, well, there there are several scene transitions that happen that way where the the wail happens before it gets to the next scene where it's just yeah. like wow, and then into like oh, there's oh, one yeah. at the end. Uh, it was oh, what was it? Some character just made a react. They just react to something like. They just do it like what, and then all I, of a sudden, I, I feel like it was maybe the the not um, James Franco guy like dropped his gun and was like oh god or something. And all of a sudden it was like Wee! something so inconsequential yeah. happened, mm-hmm. and they cut to that guitar riff as something else starts to happen. And you're like, what on earth? <laughs> yeah, but uh, this but- is. This is when uh, Danny Trejo is shooting at Mickey Rourke, and Mickey Rourke escapes by doing a bunch of backflips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. A bunch of like, backflips. Like, like Buffy level of backflips. I mean, like Mary Lou Retton backflips. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> halftime half show, the cheerleaders are out. Yeah. Backflips for like 20 yards backflips. Yeah. Or whatever they are. Backhand springs, I believe it's called. But I believe they were backhand springs. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Either way, like his stunt double is doing this. And then. <laughs> and then oh, no. To, not Mickey Rourke was. Uh, Definitely. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then and then it has to get on some scaffolding. So he tosses his gun up top and then does like a parallel bars moves to fling himself up onto there. Yeah, it's like what is happening? It is the least effective way and the slowest method to do this. Yeah, I mean, partially it's a smart idea to get elevation when you're not expected to to 
you know, have the high ground and then, you know, and then shoot Danny Trejo in the head. Yes. But he, mm-hmm. he doesn't shoot him in the head. He shoots him like in the shoulder. He shoots him in like, right? the, I think well, he shot him in the cheek. Shot is like in, the the cheek. in the cheek. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's got his all messed up face of the Yeah. Because it's early and you're like, oh, Danny Trejo's dead. All right. Well, who's left? <laughs> no, but they just keep fighting. Danny Trejo keeps popping up. Yeah. And then we see that there's a table saw in the room. So we're like, oh, well, Chekhov's table saw. Here we go. Mm-hmm. And yeah, apparently he gets the drop on Mickey Rourke. Yes. And apparently this table saw is foot operated because he has both hands pinning him down yet is able to turn on the table saw. Uh-huh. My theory is that Mickey Rourke turned it on for himself. I don't know. <laughs> like, or maybe he's just like, I'm going to go ahead and turn this on. Maybe I die, but I'm going to probably reverse. I'll reverse position. flip you yeah. around like yeah. the end of class. Of I'll, I'll change. I'll, I'll change the tables. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Turn the, ta- yeah. turn turn the tables. Turn the tables. Yeah. yeah. But that's when the military guy comes in. And yeah, he shoots Danny Trejo. For, this is now the second time Danny Trejo has been shot. Yeah. Uh, shoots him and then and, and then is like, who are you? Yeah. And Mickey works. I'm nobody. I'm he's nobody. like, nobody's nobody. Who are you? And he's like, that's my brother out there. Yeah. He's like, all right, well, I'm nope. not going back to no, jail. Nobody's nobody to somebody yeah, loves you. And exactly. who is who loves you? Yeah. Oh, my brother out there. And yeah. he just I, why he came to his defense. I'll, I don't understand. And then why he just decides Now's my time to go up to the roof and basically mm-hmm. die. Yeah. It doesn't it, none of it, it no. makes sense. No. It's just it's pure nonsense. Yeah. But that's how Danny Trejo is out of the picture now and for, for that's a how, little while. That's his initial Alexander Gudnoving. Yeah, cuz we're like, <laughs> okay. Cuz he Mickey Rourke actually gets like this in no uh uh uh, Danny Trejo gets like an industrial chain, like a giant oh, fucking right. chain, and is dragging him around with it. Yeah, he's he's dragging Danny Trejo around by the neck. Yeah, yeah. There's that. Um, I, I guess at some point the brother has discovered that um, that the money man has put bombs all over. Yeah, the place. He's gonna burn them all down. Bombs, but yeah, but they're just they're like bombs. They're, they're like weird. They're they're, they're weaponized incendiary devices. Sure, they spit out. They spit out some liquid and then make a fart noise, light it on fire with their farts. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So there are little tiny fires they're, all around they're, the mall. They're, hey, y'all watch this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. And, and so the, the, the kid has decided like, like basically the brother goes, Hey kid, get the hostages out of here. I'm a computer. Hey kid. Hey kid, I'm a computer. <laughs> but yeah. So they, so he, the kid's like, all right, fine, whatever. And he's, they're trying to get out, but everywhere they go, oh, no, it's on fire. And we don't have a Halon system. We don't have anything. They don't that have shit put out fire. They don't have a fire extinguisher. Yeah. They have nothing. That's the thing. I was like, I was like, what kind of shit-ass mall like, doesn't immediately at least start going like, beep, beep, beep. I mean, like. Yeah. Fort Worth Town Center. I mean, just fucking at least some cheap-ass smoke detectors, much less a sprinkler system. Yep. The FBI cut the power. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, they, they didn't. No, did they, they didn't. cut the emergency <laughs> they water, too? No. The power. <laughs> no. <laughs> No. Also, battery-powered <laughs> smoke detectors. I'm just saying. Yeah. Those are usually completely independent of yep. power. The, uh... But so so they're trying. The, these He's trying to get everyone out. Those things. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, the brother has gone to track down the money man and finds him as he's like going down, basically going down into the boiler room and then into the sewers to get out of there. Yeah. And he's got him at gunpoint and he's like, all right, I'm going to fucking murder you if you, don't, <laughs> if you don't tell me what the hell's going on. Yeah, and meanwhile, the uh, the lover of the money man is get has got a bead on lover on the brother. The money man. Well, his theme song. Uh, kicks his name in. is Armani in in the credits. Oh, sure, okay. Is Armani? Well, whatever. But, his okay. his yeah. theme song but, kicks in. So and you know he's there. He's got a bead on the brother 
as we see Mickey Rourke up in the rafters, grabs a pole and does the whole like Mad Max swing, like swing across pole yes. boy thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. And because he's in motion, he could cap this guy <laughs> as that guy shoots his brother. Right. Shoots his brother in the stomach. Yeah. But this is the time Mickey Rourke is able to hit that guy with like six, seven shots in a row. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mercs him. And then another hard cut to what the fuck just happened, right? Yeah. Because like the brother like is gone the, down like in, with a shot in the gut. Yeah. And then suddenly is like miraculously in the tunnel. He's like in the, the escape, escape tunnel. tunnel. Yes. He's in the escape tunnel and somehow has gotten ahead of our money man. Yeah. We don't know how this happened. Yeah. But. And then for prepare, be prepared for the shot. The end of uh, the professional spoilers for about the next two minutes. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's directly. That. It's almost shot for shot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, literally almost shot for shot. Like, even when he gets shot from in first person view, spoilers again, for a almost 25 year old movie. Yeah. More than 30. 30, Yeah. Yeah. Um, Coming up on 30. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, it's like the camera does the same thing, like, as he gets hit with the shot where he's like, Mm -hmm. you know, he's already been shot. It's. It's the same thing from the fucking professional. Like he's dying yeah. already, but it's like I could see daylight, and if I just make it, yeah, if I just I could make die it, free, yeah. it's yep. yeah, it's the same goddamn shot. Yep, and yeah, he gets shot in the back. He doesn't make it. No, he doesn't. Yeah, make it. but but then, it is long. <laughs> but then the editing is used to uh, show that Mickey Rourke has somehow gotten down there, and it's just shooting around. <laughs> he shoots a hundred shots at the, the bad, bad guy. guy. The bad guy is in at least three different right angle positions to where Mickey Rourke could not be shooting at him. Yeah, mm-hmm. I- I'm firmly convinced that Mickey Rourke is a ghost in this movie. I don't think he's yeah. real. <laughs> yeah. So because but, he but, just keeps also, shooting at that guy. And keep in mind that this is this is far past the point where Paul Ben Victor has been told, "Okay, you're gay. Yeah, you're super gay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Act like it. Right. Yeah. Because like he, he's." flailing around like, oh my god, I'm getting uh, shot he, at. He's, he's, doing, he's, he's doing Chris Tucker from another yeah. Luke movie. Yeah. <laughs> he's mincing around. Yeah, yeah he's so. mincing, and he drops the gun yeah. and then panics and runs away. Then calls the cops on the phone It's like, come get me. And then just like turns incoherent. Oh yeah. It's just like, oh, fuck it! <laughs> yeah. Whatever he says, no idea. Yeah. He like, also like, incomprehensible again, again, just only because of who he calls. There is an ongoing thing where there is one sergeant guy outside whose last name is Hardwood. Yeah, because when you know Texas Ranger friend of Mickey Rourke rolls up, he's like, "Hey, Peckerwood, ha, <laughs> just kidding." And then when Paul, boys, why can't I remember this fucking guy's name? Paul, Paul Ben, ben Victor. Victor calls. He has three, three, first, three names. first names. Yes. Don't trust him. Paul Ben Victor. Yeah, but uh, PBV. Like when he first calls this guy, he's like, "Your name is <laughs> Hard." Would yeah, <laughs> yeah it's he's like, like yeah, I'm gay, like, you know, and yeah, that's great. Yeah, I'm just like seriously, this is <laughs> fucking happening. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It did, yeah, yeah. But yes, he calls that guy. He's like, oh, get me out of fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Just, <laughs> but then, it's pretty but accurate. then, Mickey Rourke comes up behind him and just slits his throat. Yeah. and goes twenty seconds. You're gonna pass out. Three minutes, Two, three three minutes, minutes you'll be, be dead. dead. Someone else says that. Mickey Rourke does not say that. Okay, well, <laughs> it might not even yeah, be. Yeah, and, and now I think about it, you'd never see Mickey Rourke's face, nope. do you? You just no. see the hands yep. and the knife. Yep. Yeah. Just could have been any yeah. muscly dude. And right before it happens, Paul Ben Victor says something like, it, it's like he has a moment of clarity, but doesn't get the sentence out before he gets his neck sliced. Mm-hmm. He just, he starts to say, oh, well, that's, and, you know, <laughs> and mm-hmm. then he gets killed. So, yeah. but yeah, then um, Mickey Rourke runs over to his, his multiple shot brother <laughs> and man they smoke a doob if you thought the professional scene was long yeah. this brother sits here dying 
for like five minutes. Not just dying, but dying in a 1930s movie. Oh yeah, I don't feel so oh, good, shit. man. Yeah, no, this is this is that this is that fucking scene that they reference in um, Smoke or Blue in the Face. One of them that Jim Yarmouche tells the story. I mean, this is a fucking exact remake of that dude that's dying with and he wants a cigarette. Yeah. Mm. Holy shit! Yeah. I just realized like this is another like direct direct copy. I can't sure. remember the fucking yeah. name of that movie. Though. But yeah, but he wants yeah. a joint, so yeah. of course Mickey Rourke had a tactical joint in his in his vest. Sure, he's like I really wish I had some weed, man. He's like I've got weed. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like why do you have weed? <laughs> Takes the edge off. That man. was just Mickey Rourke's personal yeah. weed. He's <laughs> just happened. He did say he found it in the Roadrunner, right? That it was his, it's brother's. his brother's car. So oh, there I, is a there is. I a, couldn't fucking understand oh. a word that was being said in this except. For wait, so so I could really used, smoke a joint, and then he says the Roadrunner car joint. wasn't even Mickey Rourke's. That was his brother's yeah, car. That was his brother's so car. you're saying this weed's like at least a year Still, old? Oh yeah, my yeah, god! Super old. Yeah. yeah, you you may as well be sh- smoking pencil shavings at that point. <laughs> well, this guy's dying. That brother's he's dying. dying. He's a dude when you're yeah. dying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As his brother's I dying. Say. Who's bringing the weed? <laughs> right. God, and they are just both crying and slobbering all over each other, and. Ah, uh, it is. And Mickey Rourke's face can't move, and I don't know where the tears. Well, his original going, face can, wherever it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like it's probably it, moving on its own right now. <laughs> and it's one of those things where you wonder if the other guy was like, "This Mickey Rourke, that guy used to be able to act, man. I need to bring it." Yeah, I wonder if like the face of Mickey Rourke and the eyes of Laura Mars are off having adventures. Because, <laughs> but but this is like this is one of those capital A acting scenes. Oh yeah! Oh yes! Like like, and it just keeps going on, and then eventually he's dead, and then we go back to okay, all of the uh, all of the hostages, kid can't seem to get them out of the place. Fire everywhere! Yeah, don't know what to do. And also, who comes out of the rubble? But Danny Trejo, with like this huge grin on his face and two and huge guns to match, two huge guns and covered in paint and just like blood. blood. Blood and nastiness. And all the cocaine has activated within Danny Trejo. <laughs> I mean, he just looks like he just looks like a Mexican gremlin coming out after them. <laughs> He's just like, ha ah, <laughs> Yeah, because he never stops grinning. Nope. The entire time. Nope. And like And the music the, the knocking on heaven's doors kicked in again and Yeah, and the kid shoots at him, misses completely, and then like is running around trying to hide behind the like food court tables. Yes. Yeah. With Food no court, bottom to him, no protection at these tables no, whatsoever. Literally no protection. He doesn't but even flip. One, he doesn't even flip one over, like to try to use the yeah. table part nope. as some cover. But Danny Trejo can't seem to hit him anyway. Yeah, he's despite way too probably up because, to because he's got a metric ton of coke in sure. his system. But also it's probably he, just a metric kilogram. But. He's got two revolvers <laughs> and a million. We call bullets. it a kilogram. <laughs> Maybe you do. <laughs> but yes, yes, he's got two guns. Shoot him, and then unlimited this, this, bullets. And this is when, yeah, it, as as he's shooting at the kid, this is when nonchalant Mickey Rourke shows up again, rolls out from behind a corner, just like with and, the sweet you know. November rain, fake yep. November rain guitar I mean, solo. He is doing a wrestler entrance. Yes, he kind of pops his neck a couple times to the side, mm-hmm. and Danny Trejo's like, "Oh, motherfucker!" He's also and, borrowed Lorenzo Lamas's renegade vest for this yep. scene for some reason. Yeah. yeah, yep. And of course, this is when. Danny Trejo has run out of bullets. No, he fires two shots mm-hmm. almost point blank at Danny or at Mickey Rourke uh, and misses. Yeah. Yeah. yeah God came God down, came and, down and, and stopped, stopped the those bullets. motherfucking bullets. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. he just acts like bullets. Fuck you. Yeah. And it's like, no, he's uh, a ghost. <laughs> there's even a shot of him looking like he's like 
turning away yeah. and like dodging a bullet. Yeah, like he like he <laughs> watches just, it go by. He spits one out at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Ding. Yeah. yeah. But it's after but, the second shot that he does the whole neck crack thing. Like, yeah. well, you can't kill me. I'm a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this is, yeah, and Danny Trejo's like, click, click, and then kind of freaks out. And yeah. And Mickey Rourke reaches behind him, but like behind his back, pulls out a knife and just guts him. Yes. And well, it makes some good squishy sounds. <laughs> and they focus on the the makeup counter Tina chick. or whatever her name is. Is it Tina? Tracy. Tracy. That but they focus answer. on her looking at him. Oh, she's got the And she's like, list. yeah. yeah. Well, the like, camera is slowly pushing in on her. Yeah. And at first, she's like horrified, like, oh, God, more violence. But mm-hmm. then slowly but surely, she's like, yeah, kill that motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also kind of like a little bit of, yeah, that's pretty hot. Mm-hmm. And and Danny Trejo, the last thing he says is, "What did I do? Yeah, what did I do? <laughs> yeah, it's a it's great like, death line. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, I love. I I actually really like that because he's so fucking zonked out on coke yeah. that he has no clue. What did I or do? He's just a you know complete sociopath that well, he doesn't yeah. think he's done anything wrong. <laughs> he just doesn't. <laughs> what did I do? Yeah. yeah, but then like the kid is like, "Oh shit, I'm the only one left. I better pick up these guns and." What was he thinking? I, like, I have no idea. He was it's obviously so leading the like rescue crew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he had had a change of heart. Yeah, the, the brother told him, there's a kid up there, doesn't deserve his fate, go get him out. Mm-hmm. So Maybe the kid thinks that... He thinks that I guess he thinks Mickey Rourke is going to kill him. <laughs> that Nicholas is about to Yeah, Because yeah. yeah. then they have a confrontation in the back area. Yeah. Isn't it, and Mickey's just like... Well... There, it's a standoff, really, because the guy's like, I got guns, but you gotta do Mickey Rourke, and Mickey Rourke's like, put those fucking guns yeah, down. Yeah, he's like, Danny no, Trejo couldn't kill me. There are yeah. no what bullets in those I know. guns. So I know, and everyone knows we that. We all know that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I just don't know what he thought he was planning to do. I think it's I think it's supposed to be a peril, parallel to the story he tells that the whole reason he got into the crime in the first place is he found an empty gun in the park. Oh. And he picks up two empty guns oh, again. Okay. I don't know. I'm just sure. Yeah, I, was, I mean, I'm well, just saying. I was honestly, congratulations was, to you. You're probably for right. Connecting the yeah. fucking dots. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're probably, probably right. right because, like I said, like I feel like the script for this movie was probably way better than what yeah, we got. Right. There, yeah. there. There's things in this movie that you're supposed to be like, oh, but like the movie fails. Right. At, yeah. At doing fails it. I didn't even. It. I've seen this twice, and I didn't even. Pick I mean, up on I, that. I, I mean, I was like, I think that's what they're going for because everyone knows the guns are empty. Clearly, everyone's standing around watching yeah. him go click, click, click a whole bunch of times. And he never yeah. threatens Mickey Rourke with him. He's just yeah. holding them. Yeah. And Mickey Rourke's like, put those fucking. Yeah. Things down. I mean, again, I think I think at this point they were just like, you know, I think they thought Mickey Rourke was like, you know, John McClane, just an actual cop in the in the building or whatever or something because clearly military dude went up there with you know suicide by cop in mind mm-hmm. and then you know i think he was thinking the same thing it was like if i have guns in my hand they're gonna have to shoot me i'm not going back to jail yeah i don't know whatever but he takes he takes him takes the tunnel, tunnel and gives him his brother's roadrunner and yeah and there's so I mean that's the actual last shot of the movie is him yeah. driving away in the Roadrunner. But there's a scene before that where Mickey Rourke is just covered in blood sitting on the hood of a police car, and Frederick Force is like, "Hey, you made it!" And he's like, "My brother." <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah." So uh, why'd you stop being a cop? Was it your brother? And he was like, "Kinda." <laughs> he never really answers him. No, he does. No. He's just like, "Well, yeah." And they're like, "Hey." <laughs> He Everyone's says, accounted for except for one of those prisoners, this kid named Johnny Kid. <laughs> yeah, and he's like oh. Johnny Minor, Johnny Kid. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. And, Which and, one to use the kid? Yeah, and then the FBI guy's like, 
what's up with Johnny Kidd? And he's like, he saw him. He's accounted for. Yeah. He's, he, he saw he saw him got killed. Yeah. yeah. He's like, all right, good enough for me. <laughs> yeah. We don't need a body, nothing. Just yeah. whatever. I mean, we were previously antagonistic for no reason, despite yeah. being on the same team. However, I'm now going to take your word for it. Whatever. You yeah. get results. <laughs> Are my guys still dangling in there? <laughs> <laughs> they're like candles in the wind now because they're just on fire. Can we cut them down? Uh, I, I just I love how movies like portray it as the cops don't want to go in and shoot anybody. No, no, no. It's when the FBI shows up. Oh, yeah. The cops like, are just the there FBI to keep guys the peace. Are, are gonna, <laughs> the yeah. cops are like, well, this was also this was on the, the heels of Waco. Yeah, I was going to say they they, they, they said several Waco things throughout mm-hmm. this. So you boys fucked up Waco. What's that like? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See how this movie ends, and we get treated to more repeats of the hot score. We didn't even mention the weird, like placeholder metronome yeah. drum loop that plays oh, they over got and a over. A lot again. of mileage out of that fucking thing. Jesus, <laughs> it's not even music. It's just uh, this weird clicky sound that they play over and over again. Yeah. Sometimes with it's, guitar, sometimes yeah. not. Yeah, it's backing track number seven on the Casio keyboard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're like, that's good. Put that in there. Yep. So, ooh, play bossa nova next. Ooh. I like bossa nova. Yeah, I just like saying bossa nova. It's a great it's word. The best button on any Casio yeah. keyboard. Hell yeah! Fuck yeah, bossa nova. <laughs> I blame it on that. So anyway, yeah, let's Yeah, yeah. so it's over. Over. I'm trying to beat you for the old man alarm references. You know? Hey, if you want to bust out some bossa nova, <laughs> you win the prize, my friend. Uh, I'll go ahead and go. It's, yeah, all right, it's it's a three jocks movie. It's so fucking ridiculous. It's very entertaining. It's got stuff that happens. I mean, there's a lot of things in it. There's squibs and there's mountains of cocaine and police cars blow up and Mickey Rourke doing backflips and all sorts of crazy shit happens. I mean, it's a terrible movie. This movie is a is a train wreck and no one should ever be proud of it. I mean, this director never directed another film again. Well, uh, yeah, that guy went to TV yeah. and made a shit ton of TV. He went straight to TV and stayed there, which is fine. And he has dressed, directed some very prestige shows over time, but... He must have learned something since yeah, that movie. I wonder if the editor found work ever again. That I don't know. Yeah, yeah. it means needs to be the fucking Alan Smithy of editor credits on this thing. <laughs> but I mean, you know, when this movie's not doing something good, it's doing something bad. And the bad is entertaining. And I just, I, I really get a kick out of this. I, th- I think it's just so, I, I like movies like this that are so fucking baffling. Like it's not just paint by numbers, just we're doing the same thing again. It's die hard in them all. Anyone who described this as diehard in a mall is out of their mind because there's so much more to this and none of it is directly connected to it's anything. Closer, they do it's closer spend to Con Air in the mall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They do spend a lot of time ripping off diehard in this mm-hmm. mall. Sure. But I, there's at no point could you say terrorists have taken over the mall and it's up to Mickey Rourke to stop them because kind of isn't like most of them stop themselves. <laughs> I mean, Mickey Rourke does kill like five of them, and he climbs through a vent, and he says "Yippee ki yay, motherfucker!" He does not and say there that. are bearer bonds, there and there's two bonds. Johnsons, <laughs> and <laughs> at least two Johnsons. Yeah, but they told Danny Trejo to put his away. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> when there was only one Johnson, that's yeah. when Danny Trejo was yeah. told to put his away. Yeah, I mean, it you you could easily be forgiven for describing it as diehard in a mall. But there is a lot more going on. It just doesn't make any sense. I just don't think that's a, that that is not an apt description. I think that is a I'm a PR person trying to sell you on this movie. But I would never tell anybody, hey, you should watch that movie. It's like Die Hard at a Mall. 
I'd be like, you should watch this fucking crazy movie where <laughs> Mickey Rourke was only there half the time and his face doesn't move. And he's, and he's not jacked. even the main character. No, he's not. So he has nothing which, to do with Which one of the Expendables movies was that? <laughs> or any it, movie after The Wrestler. Right. It's like, it's Die Hard in a Mall if you focused on the criminals. Mm-hmm. Tried to make them sympathetic. Yeah. Yes. Fail. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like I said, it's Con Air in a mall because, again, that movie is just like, hey, are these criminals wacky? It's like, no. Yeah. They're <laughs> they fucking awful. They should die. Yeah. <laughs> and both edited in completely shitty ways. Sure. <laughs> but completely different shitty ways. Yeah. Um, I do also appreciate we get two eagle cries in the opening introduction to Mickey Rourke. Yeah. One after another. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like we had just barely made fun of the first one and they hit the button again. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing I appreciate is that when the brother dies, they cut back to the dad on the farm like he feels it in his soul. That oh, yeah, he's felt <laughs> a, great a great disturbance, disturbance. in the force. <laughs> that is just, there's like thunder on the farm and he's just sitting outside on the porch like my boy is gone. <laughs> so I don't know, man. I, no, there's would be a scene like that in a diehard movie. I'm, mm-hmm. No, one, no, there would not. No. So anyway, it's, I mean, it's entertaining as shit. You should track it down. I can agree with you, but not quite as hard. I mean, I'd, I'd go two jocks. Just for, like, the insanity. But, the, again, this is a movie where you're going to have to wade through a lot of bullshit to get there. Because there's a lot of slow-mo filler. Like, there's a lot of filler in the beginning. The beginning takes a long time to get where it needs to go. Especially when they're introducing Mickey Rourke on the farm. And they just keep going back to this farm. And it's like, what are you doing over Oh, they there? just establish farm. They just, like, here's some horses. Yeah, and and like, here's a windmill. And here's some hay. And it's yeah. like, I get it. It's a farm. But, yeah, like, this is... This is no Strike Commando, but in the way like Reb Brown is going for it in Strike Commando is kind of how I feel like each of those guys are when it's like, it's time for my big scene. <laughs> like it's it's that kind of thing where it's like, it's time for my big scene, but I can't do it. <laughs> and I fail. <laughs> but I can't do it. Yeah, I, I, it's it's good in that way. But yeah, this is like, like editing. Holy fuck. Like what happened? What? Like just trying to piece together half of what happened in a lot of these scenes is not, not easy. Mm-hmm. I so wish there was a commentary track on this thing. Oh, oh my God, God. Oh, man. I hope it's Mickey Rourke now. Uh, no, because <laughs> Mickey just, Rourke does not give a shit. No, it'll just sound like a diesel engine being ground up with a <laughs> yeah. ton of gravel. He just grunt at you every few minutes. <laughs> Somebody put a fucking cement block in like the, you know, the double dryer. <laughs> yeah. Double dryer. Yeah. <laughs> Um, did you read it or is it not yet you can go ahead um i i'm sorry i can't quite follow you guys i did not enjoy this um i didn't this is not my kind of fun this is not my brand of bad i i don't this is not worth suffering through to get to like five seconds of what the fuck this for me i i'm gonna give it a single bag because like i i think that there's like there's some level of like i get it you know it's like if colossal clusterfucks of a movie like this are your bag and you're like, I want to laugh at how, you know, completely inept, but like in a not fun way, this is, this is certainly a candidate, but I, it's not fun to me. Like I didn't, if this was anybody but Mickey Rourke, I don't think anyone would give a fuck about this. Cause I mean, as they think we're only pointing out, cause it's like, it's Mickey Rourke and like, look at him. Like <laughs> you, you were like supposed to be, you know, a big Hollywood thing and you're, yeah, I just think this is like of that. You were the chosen one. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to bring balance uh, to something, but yeah, apparently not between real face and fake face. He definitely swayed the balance there. Um, but yeah, I think it's just like this isn't an era where it's like he's starting to become a fake human. 
you know, he's more machine than man at this point. And yeah, I, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's not bad. It's not entertaining to me. Like it's just, it's, it's a Mickey Rourke, like raid fest, you know, like I'm just sweaty and muscly and not doing anything. It's, I don't know. It's not that entertaining to me. Like Mickey Rourke is, is to me like one of those people is like, it's, he's not an entertaining, like enough, like I never thought he was like talented enough before he went kind of insane to like watch it be fun to watch him crash. <laughs> you know, like it was just like, oh yeah, you were okay. And then you just went fucking insane. So great. Like, I don't know. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not like you're a fun tragedy story to behold. You're just like, yeah, you were average and you went real weird real oh, fast. Make no mistake. I don't, yeah. I don't feel like joy watching him in this and being like, haha, look at him. Oh yeah. I didn't mean like I schadenfreude. I, I feel bad. Yeah. I, I feel bad that he didn't have anyone in, in his ear to say, dude, yeah. please, you're a good looking guy. You don't need to keep doing this. Stop. Just back off. Just slow down. Whatever it is you're doing. Just come on, man. Right. Um, yeah, I, just, I don't know. It's just like I said, there, to me, there's like, there's not really anything to latch on to because it's like, you know, it, it's all silly and goofy, but it's like, it's at the end of the day, it, was, it also wasn't really fun. Like, I mean, I was real sick of that fucking temp track by the end and everything else. Oh, it's God. like, yeah, there's just, to me, it's like there's, there's too much annoying and not enough fun to make it worth the slog is the way I look at it. All right. Yeah. I mostly agree, uh, but a little bit on the, a little bit on the positive side. I, Kind of hover in between one and two jocks, but I think I'm going to give it one because it's there's just too much to sit through for the reward you get. So it barely ekes out of jocks, um, even though there's a lot of good entertaining stuff. There's also a lot of bad depressing stuff um, to to sort of balance it out. And there's just a little bit more good than bad. You're right that like why is why is Mickey Rourke in this like? You could replace him with anyone, and nobody would give a shit. Um, the only thing, like, I guess the reason that we watched it is because Mickey Rourke is in it. But, like, if he's not there, it changes literally nothing about this movie. You could replace him with a dancing bear, and the movie ends up the same sort of, well, probably a more entertaining train wreck with a dancing bear, to be honest. But, you I, know, you put a bear in a leather vest, and I'd watch it has it. the same effect. It's just a minor <laughs> spectacle. I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and go on record. We did not watch this because it's a Mickey Rourke movie. We watched it because it was recommended to us, right? Sure. And it's Christmas. I, okay, I'm it's just Mickey say, Rourke. I'm just saying that the and the nice guy who sold us a DVD put a note <laughs> on it. I, I'm just saying that like, guy. the 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 novelty is that it's Mickey Rourke. I feel like part of the novelty is that it's Mickey Rourke, and it's kind of like, haha, look at this guy who was like going to be Hollywood's next big hot leading man who turned into. You know, Joe Piscopo slash Carrot Top. He just got it braided out and weirder looking, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know. Man, Mickey Rourke was a handsome guy when he was yeah. young. I mean, God, it's telling. Yeah, I, I mean, by the way, I just want to point out, it is not that I don't like Mickey Rourke. I just like it better when he's not around. I mean, they use a 10-year-old photo of Mickey Rourke on the DVD cover. They this do. is not yeah. what Mickey Rourke looks mm-hmm. like in this. This is Mickey Rourke from, like, Diner mm-hmm. or, <laughs> or Barfly. Yeah. I, was, I was wondering <laughs> Which, who that was the way, on the I cover just, yeah. because I... That was a quote I just did from that movie. <laughs> that was the joke. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. He really did... Mm-hmm. He did not have enough people around him to say no. Yeah, I would have rated him like a nine and a half out of ten. Also, probably <laughs> had like you know, probably has some issues going on there, especially. But I mean, you know, he had then. He also like, did the boxing career, didn't he? Yes, he was mm-hmm. doing that shit for a while. 
But like, you know, he sunk down to this direct-to-video level, and then all of a sudden he was like, okay, how about you come back and do The Wrestler and The Expendables and Iron Man 2. You're in real movies again. And then well, somehow, at some point, he was like, nah, fuck that. I'm going to be in Danny Trejo movies. <laughs> I want to work with my good friend trying, Danny Trejo. I'm trying to remember what was the... Did he do something for the wrestler? Because I feel like he had some kind of like, ah, maybe he's still viable. Sin City. Was it? Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, that was, yeah, that was just kind of Veronowski. Like, that was ah, his I'm, comeback. Yeah. I'm just going to say it's like, it was kind of like, you know, I'm going to do a John Travolta Pulp Fiction thing with you there, guys. I mean, there was a concerted effort to be like, okay. Well, people were we'll trying to do that for work. Because the cop plan was supposed to be that for Sylvester Stallone. I just feel like that was a thing there for a while. I was like, let's get these people who are kind of ha- become has and show that they still got it. <laughs> Come on, fella. I just feel like there was a several movies where it's like, here's this triumphant return of Sylvester Stallone and I can't do anything. Bull Winkle is that Boy, you? that was yeah. that was an uncanny impression of Copland. <laughs> I did cops so like I can't do anything. <laughs> Love that quote from yeah. Copland. Okay, you, 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 you gotta cut my ear, Mick. Okay, yeah, yeah. I saw Copland. It's pretty good. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. So, so, mm-hmm. do you guys want to hear a voicemail? Oh, we yeah. have a voicemail. We have an voicemail. A late arriving voicemail. It's not that late. It was, it was day of. Day of. Eh, yeah, but not like. Late, late. No, not like during the show late. Hey, guys, it's Pierre. Long time, no time. Hope everyone's keeping well. And just wondering if you have, because of course you have, seen the uh, trailer for the new Nick Cage, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent movie. Uh, I know I'm super excited and cannot imagine how excited anyone that is a fan of Nick Cage might be for what should be a pretty good movie. Have a great holiday season of uh, 2021, and who knows? Maybe this pandemic thing will disappear once we run out of variants. Take care. Happy ha ha holidays to you too, Pierre. You have more hope than I do, Pierre. Yeah, it's a nice idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, happy ha ha Hanukkah to you. <laughs> Come on, come on. That's just yeah. my joke, but better. So I have not watched the trailer. You should watch the trailer. I don't. Yeah, I don't even know what you're talking about. Nicholas Cage it's, is, is playing Nicholas Cage. Oh, f- fun! Like literally, it's yeah. it's a big self-referential thing. It has actual other actors in it and appears to be a real film. Is this like Nicholas Cage's being John Malkovich? Yes. Okay. Um, like all his, you know, his life has happened up until this point, basically. Okay. Uh, so all the all, it, it's capitalized. I mean, it is pointing out like you used to be a big star, then you started making garbage, then you just started living in a hotel for a year, and now you owe eight hundred thousand dollars, and <laughs> like all of it. Like they are not holding back on any of it. Uh, he just he he has to take a gig to go hang out with the rich guy because <laughs> his that guy's favorite actor is Nicolas Cage oh, and nice. hijinks ensue. So, um, yeah. I- I don't know. I, I gotta be honest. I don't. I don't get the whole cult of Nick Cage thing. Like I'm, you know, I'm not in it for that thing. Like I don't. I, you know, this whole. I don't. I, that, I. I don't really understand that like whole cult of personality thing with Nick Cage. I just don't. He like, has made several films that are very entertaining. I, People like that. Yeah. I feel like my head is on I, fire. Yeah. I just. I just mean like ever since it was like I'm gonna lean into it. It's just like I'm not. 
I don't really get it. <laughs> That's the thing, though. He yeah. doesn't. Like, all these movies that have come out, like, in the last two years, and everyone's like, oh, it's another crazy Nick Cage movie. It's not. He's not that guy. Like, okay. Willy's Wonderland is not what people thought it was going to be. Oh, no. I, yeah, no. I, uh, the the one we watched, Mandy, the one where yeah. he fights the the alien ninja uh, jujitsu, oh, that thing. Yeah, oh. That's not what well, it, we thought it was well, going to be. Everyone I mean, thinks they're going to get Vampire's Kiss out of him. Yes. And... That's only in Vampire's Kiss. Look, really. I, right. I hated it, but I get it because, like, you know, if if you wanted crazy face Nicolas Cage murdering people, you do get that at the end of Mandy. I hated the experience to get there. Yeah, I didn't like I'm Mandy just, either. I'm saying, like, I, you're saying like he doesn't do it. It's like, yeah, he does. It's it's just it's, I'm just it's saying, generally wrapped around something you don't want to watch. I'm just otherwise. saying he makes eight movies a year, sure. and people the the cult of Nick Cage is basically like, oh man, there's another crazy premise Nick sure. Cage movie that's going to be great. Then the movie comes out and everyone goes. Eh, wasn't that good yeah. it's not really a cult it's just people going i really want to like the next nick cage movie sure. and then it disappoints and they'll and then they latch onto the next one i, I know this it's... one unlike most of the other ones in the last 10 years appears to be a real film okay. of some stature and has actual actors in it with him um so it may be an entertaining dig at nick cage right. uh there seem to be several uh, homages to other Nick Cage films, and it looks like it. He's just donning wigs at some point. Either they are flashing back to other performances, or he is trying to pretend that he is other character. It looks like okay, this is going to go places. Right. So okay, yeah. Like I'm to me, it's just like I mean, you know, Bill Murray was that for the fucking chive thing you know putting his shit all over everything you know i'm just like these chive had fucking bill murray shirts everywhere and shit like this i'm just like when they were like we're gonna like do this thing with this character's face and like you know it's become this cult personality al pacino or anyone else it's like all these things where it's just like i become this like i am me i'm playing me in a movie you know it's like well with al pacino you get that in every movie right like, but i mean you get al pacino the thing is it's like to me it's like with all of these other ones it's like okay yeah all right al pacino's playing al pacino but like that's generally still entertaining and uh, you know Somewhere back in the in the in the back days, he was actually a really 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 good actor. Sure. You know, so it's like it it's still there's still it can come out if he needs to. It's the same thing with Bill Murray. At least he's in fucking Wes Anderson movies. But I mean, the Bill Murray thing to me feels more like a cult than the Nicolas Cage thing does, sure. is because Bill Murray doesn't do anything comedies right. anymore. He doesn't do anything that people like Bill Murray for. <laughs> yeah, but people are still committed to making fake Twitter accounts for him, and you sure. know perpetuating the myth yes, that but, Bill but, Murray is out there being a hilarious dude at all times. But I mean, wasn't the last thing he did that was comedy like Zombieland when he had like 10 minutes in Zombieland? Yeah. I mean, like the last comedy. I mean, I would clarify, I would classify almost every Wes Anderson movie as a comedy. Really? Not in the way you think. <laughs> you, you, people aren't sitting down to watch a, a Bill Murray comedy and watching a Wes Anderson movie. It's just, Right, it's not this. Bill Murray is typically playing a straight man right. in a my, my comedic point, situation. Again, quality of whatever movies or whatever they're doing. I just at the end of the day, it's like Bill Murray and Al Pacino are talented. I'm like, when when was Nicolas Cage? Like, he's had a few things where it was like, okay, that was a really good performance. But for the most part, it's like he's kind of had a laughable career. Um, like, have you seen Face Off? He has not had a laughable career in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay, he's kind of had a career that spanned the most things. Honestly, like he's been in a ton of schlock, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. lately. But I mean, he's got an Oscar. Mm-hmm. He's been in big, huge, like number one box office movie of the year he action. Movies. Carried the box office for like three years straight. Like it was each summer was like, what's the next? Which was honestly Jerry the Bruckheimer. worst thing that could have happened to him. Sure. But still, like, 
I don't, I can't think of another actor that's run the gamut as far as he has. Yeah, sure. But I mean, I, I just, you know, maybe Stallone, but I feel like his, I just feel like his, his career is kind of schlocky at the same time, like in a, in a weird yeah. sort of way. Like it's, you know, it's like he just kind of wanders in every once in a while and accidentally does like a, a good, earnest, big movie. And then it's like every other time it's just like, I don't know, we got this vagrant, you know, like who kind of only maybe half read the script, you know, like is how I feel like his performances generally are. I think you can make a list of five five star Nicolas Cage movies and all five of those movies are completely different. Okay. I, I, and and you can't do that with most actors. You yeah. Just, and I'm not, I'm not his biggest fan either, but I, I, I mean, think I'm, there's I, something interesting when he's well, bringing something interesting. He's bringing something yeah. really interesting, but, but I, too often he's not too often. He just doesn't give a shit. I think part of what Harlow's trying to address is there's like a cult of cage mm-hmm. on the internet. People have latched on to, the crazy character Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Um, it's it's wishful thinking though, because sure pe- people yeah, yeah, know not, they're not getting it. Yeah, well, they think they are. Right, they think they're going to get it because the the cult exists but, when a new trailer comes out. People yeah. are like, oh my god! But once that movie comes out, ain't nobody out there hyping that movie. No, and no, this you has happened yeah. countless times over the last. We've had debates about this in the Discord because everyone's like, oh my god, look at this crazy Nick Cage movie. And I'm like, do you remember the last time you said that that movie sucked ass? This one is going to suck ass too. The trailer is lying to you, and it just keeps happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I that that is just more wishful thing of a dude that they remember being in a bunch of crazy movies that were big movies and looking at these things and going, oh, "Okay, that looks like okay. Maybe he's he's back. Maybe he's doing a good thing now. Maybe he gives a shit again." I, I think that is just more. Please, Nicolas Cage, do good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it, I think it is more just people wishing good things for Nicolas Cage. I, I think I think like other people like Bill Murray is, is a completely different cult. I, I People have latched onto Bill Murray in a way that doesn't make sense. Like, haha, he crashed a wedding. It's like, it's a fucking crime. <laughs> it's not a crime not to crash a charming. wedding. Uh, but uh, I mean, I like Bill Murray you, has I like, made his own. I like that you apparently feel the way I feel about Nicolas Cage about Bill Murray. Like you have a general disdain about him it I, seems bill murray went in a direction that i don't give a shit about like there was a clear line of demarcation in bill murray's career where it's just like i'm just gonna do this and be weird all the time and it's like okay best of luck to you all right yeah. so well if you want to weigh in on the cage versus <laughs> bill murray cage fight uh, email us at bmf at bmfcast.com or give us a call on the garfield phone 9105 jacks bmf or 9105569263 or go to the website bmfcast.com uh, and check out all of our things there. If you want to vote with your wallet, go to patreon.com slash bmfcast and give us money, and we will listen to your opinion, maybe, um, more directly. But uh, actually, Patreon keeps the, uh, keeps the light on, keeps the, uh, keeps the bills paid, you know, for all of our hosting and all of our sweet microphones and uh, new equipment coming to the studio. So uh, thank you to all those who donate, and uh, if, you, if you have a spare few dollars, give them to us. <laughs> Let's get out of here, shall we? Okay. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Banffcast Out.